everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. I am your host for the evening, the five-star man, Asa Gray. Joining me at this time is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. And tonight's episode, we're going to title Ethics, Ethical Consumption Under Capitalism. Because, uh, boy, last week was a roller coaster uh, of emotions, we'll say. A humdinger, because, you know, if you will. Yeah. Uh, episode one goes up. You know, we're so excited. The new show is is launched. It, we're on the podcasting services that we need to be on, as far as I know. And, all right, we're ready to go. It was a fun show. I loved getting to talk about Full Gear, previewing Survivor Series, And then literally 15 minutes, 20 minutes after we're done recording, I get on Twitter and I see the news that we're going to talk about before we, because we are going to review Survivor Series still, but uh, we see the news that WWE has released, I believe it was a total of eight people. Uh, They had released John Morrison, all of Hit Row, so Isaiah Swerve Scott, Ashanti the Adonis, and Top Dalla. Tegan Knox, Drake Maverick, Shane Thorne, and Jackson Riker. And it was just immediately of just like, man, this sucks. So Real much of hard. this sucks. Real hard. You know, not not even for the show. Like, fuck the show. I'm not I don't care that, you know, oh, we missed a news story thing. No, these these are people's jobs, and you know, it's and especially considering that the emails that they got were citing budget cuts. Again, we're just, uh, I want to say, a week or so away from the latest investor call where they bragged about record profits and how much money they're making. But we can't afford all of these people. Uh, Hit Row just called up, been on SmackDown pretty much every week. But, you know, granted, in the background, doing skits, not really doing anything substantial, seemed to just be launching into a feud with uh, Shanky and Jinder Mahal, but now that's out the window. Uh, Tegan Knox called up from NXT, split from her tag team with Shotzi as a tag team. That's what we talked about in the Survivor Series preview. Of yeah. They were a tag team. They beat the tag team champions multiple times, never got their title match, and then they get split in the draft. Out of nowhere. Uh, Shane Thorne, he was in retribution as Slapjack. Uh wasted talent there uh and then drake maverick which is the one that like holy shit he literally peed himself for real on wwe tv and they fired him again a second time and you sent me the video i had seen it at this point like even john cena retweet retweeted it but it was just like he posted that way too quick there is no chance. It was he, within an hour of the release. Like it was yeah, in an hour with, hitting. Yeah. So Which unless granted, they told him in the morning and he was like, I got a whole day. That's still not how <laughs> any of that works. Yeah. They, uh, cause they, cause the, the, the wrestlers do know ahead of time. Like they, the, they are told and then it eventually will get to the, to the news. But yeah, there's no way he did that in just those few hours between he had that ready to go and if you haven't seen it go to his twitter check it out it's it's a really great video it makes but, me yeah. hope that he made that the day after they rehired him 
<laughs> like he was ready for it. Like he was like, "All right, cool. I just got rehired. I'm gonna start working on this video package now, just to in make case. sure, just in case this shit happens again. I got my P's and Q's covered, ready to go. Um, but yeah, because like his is his is also particularly shitty to me because they fired him last year originally, and he put out the very very heartfelt, tearful message of what that meant to him and how much that job meant to him and then he had that groundswell of support on top of the fact that they fired him while he was already advertised for like upcoming shows as part of an ongoing tournament and so he competes those other he completes those other matches and then they rehire him it's a pretty touching moment but also like pretty gross because a bunch of other people also got fired and they did not get hired back yeah so it's it's all it's all shitty. And then John Morrison, of course, like, really? You're going to bring him back to do nothing but be Mrs. Lackey? And then no, they he was, split. He was Johnny Drip Drip for a while. I wouldn't say a while. Miz was on Dancing. Miz got hurt at the uh, terrible movie tie-in show. Not this one. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But so Miz gets hurt. He's still just Mrs. Lackey until it turns out that Miz wasn't as hurt, or I don't remember exactly how it went, but... So then there was the turn, but did we ever even get a blow-off match? I That's what I haven't been watching, so I can't give you an answer. Whatever happened, Rollins won, uh, because one of them still has a job there, and they're able to do the the fancy clothes thing. Oh, I was like, wait, what are you talking about, Rollins? Uh, oh, my bad. That's what we were getting <laughs> at. No, yeah, is it with the, with the outfits? Yeah, yeah. I it yeah it's so that it, none of it makes sense. None of none of it makes sense. So that absolutely sucks. But here's the deal, and this is what uh, I was talking about. You know, ethical consumption. WWE as a company, fucking terrible. Absolutely sucks. There is such a disconnect between the people worrying about maximizing profit and the people actually trying to make the TV show because. This screws up creative plans because Hit Row is in the middle of doing something. Remember Aleister Black going after Big E and then he gets fired the next week? Uh, all, like, the look at the tension it's causing at 2K with the game release. They're, all they're concerned about is saving and making as much money as possible. And honestly, it's at the point where it's hard for me to... And I've, I've hit this point a long time ago, but, you know, it's where, and we've talked about it before, but it's worth talking about again of just like, I don't know how I justify continuing to support this company because holy crap, you know, the, look at the, I don't remember the name, they have so many different documentary series, but look at the ones that like Keith Lee did and Liv Morgan, especially of just like, yeah, everyone loves Liv Morgan people backstage love her the locker room loves her the fans love her but we're gonna do a whole ass documentary about how we just can't really figure out what to do with her creatively to give her anything meaningful and it's like this why are you telling on yourself like this so it's you know and there's all the talk of the brass ring and all you got to do is work a little bit harder you know push that extra bit harder but no you're not meant if you if Zach oh Zach Ryder grabs the brass ring yeah, no 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 it, but it wasn't his we're gonna punish him for that actually we we're talking about we want Roman Reigns to grab the brass ring because it's our, he we we already handed it to him so he might as well just you know close his fist around it and that's not a shot at Roman that's just Roman is their guy they're gonna do excuse me everything in their power to make sure that he's presented as such 
Yeah. And it's like, man, what the fuck? Plus, you know, the deals with the Saudi government and uh, continuing to part with Susan G. Komen, all of this stuff that's just like, you know, plus the erasure and they're, you know, willing to continue to work with people accused of really terrible things and people who are arrested for very terrible things, uh, drunk driving, the speaking out movement, things like, like, things like that. It's just like, man, I hate being in this position of if I continue to support the people there that I do like, like the new day, like Kevin Owens, you know, Gargano, any of them. Well, that still is benefiting the company as a whole. Yeah. But if I stop supporting them because I'm stopping to support the company, well, does that really even send the correct message or are they going to be like, Oh, well, these people aren't moving the needle and, uh, Vince needs a 16th yacht, so we're going to cut 10 more jobs. There's, there is not a right answer. And that, and that's really the point. And it's not just wrestling. Look at the video game industry. All of this bullshit going on with Bobby Kotick and Blizzard and Activision, and they're being sued by the state of California for the just most heinous fucking shit. Yeah, and um, I mean, look at like the NFL. Like Colin Kaepernick, that, there's your big one. Whenever I was a big like consumer of the NFL, it was a very common occurrence around Monday, Tuesday, every week of who got arrested this week and what did they get arrested for? Mm-hmm. And like the most heinous shit, drunk driving, like you said, um, a couple of one that punched his girlfriend out in the, the elevator. Um, but then Colin Kaepernick pretty much gets blackballed from any, every NFL team because he took a knee, knee during the national anthem. Tell me where your ethics are with that. You're okay with having literal criminals work for you than one guy trying to stand up for something he believes in it's it's everything we deal with it's just unfortunate that we cover wrestling and wwe is the one that is pretty egregious for the most part not saying that AEW is perfect by any stretch of the imagination right but with what they do it's a lot better we're gonna partner with sujin g komen one wrestler says i probably wouldn't do that and they were like breast cancer foundation or i can't think of the name that they work with but like mm-hmm. they pivoted to a not as well, actually, I don't know anything about the other charity, so I can't speak it's on better. it. It's better. It's better. I mean, it's not hard to be better. But yeah. Th- this one's better. Yeah, they actually do something more than just awareness of something. Because that's yeah. all that Komen is. It's awareness. They don't really do much. They just let you know that it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Which is real weird. And that's... There's... And I know that's the bit of the show, Asa, is there's no such thing as ethical consumption under capitalism. But there is no fucking ethical consumption under capitalism, and that's the bummer. Like, there's nothing we can really do. And and that's that, that was what that's what my point is. is yeah, and I know, and I know that's you what your point just, is. No, no, no. But like, the, my actual point though is it's there's no right answer. There yeah. is not one right answer. So all you can do, all I can do, all the listeners can do, is. Listen to your conscious and follow your own compass. To me personally, because I just I, I love wrestling so much, it's it's so important to me. I, I'm still gonna continue to like watch WWE, but like I'm not going to the Royal Rumble. It's just two hours north at St. Louis. Like I'm I'm not gonna I'm not buying tickets. I'm not buying WWE merch. Uh, like I'm not gonna continue to buy elite stuff. Um, I, but, and, but that's all you can do to, to me, uh, 
what what's going on at Activision and Blizzard, that's what kept me from buying Call of Duty this year. That's what kept me from buying the Diablo 2 remake. Is because it's like, man, I, to me personally, I can't justify giving them my money like that. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that if you did buy Call of Duty this year, that if you did buy Diablo 2, if you do continue to play Overwatch, if you do watch Overwatch, you know, uh, uh, pro streams, things like that, you are not a bad person. I don't think less of you because you continue to to buy these things or watch these things or consume this media. One does not equal does not offset the other. If yeah. that is all I'm asking you to do is be knowledgeable of what is going on, be aware of the conditions people are working in and things people are being put through and just kind of think about it. And if you decide you, you would rather you would rather support the developers that are currently there doing their best, working their hardest to make changes that need to be done while also creating games for us. And so you're going to continue to buy the games. That's fine. I'm, I like I said, I don't judge anybody for that. As long as you're, you know, making a knowledgeable choice. That's the yeah. that is my point of because there is no right answer. You can't. It's it's you know, I, I really wish more people watched the full run of The Good Place because I would get more into that. But it's terrible. It sucks. Uh, all our best to the people who lost their jobs. Uh, the number, I believe, is now 80 or 82 wrestlers fired uh, since the beginning of this year. And that's not even counting the ones from 2020. But since February, at least one person has been fired every month this year. And it's been multiples. I saw a breakdown. I think it was on. It was either. I think it might have been Fightful. It might have been Reddit. I don't exactly remember where it was. But like since February, there has been at least one person cut. And granted, there's been several big ones to get that number up to 80. But please just kind of, like I said, be aware. And also don't feel guilty. Like if you're if you're watching SummerSlam with like a cloud over your head because you're like, dude, this sucks. Like just last week. I, my idea was have Isaiah Scott be the the final member in the SmackDown men's elimination match. Granted, that was the night before they actually named Sheamus, which makes a ton of sense. But, oh, and then 20 minutes later, oh, he does, he's not even with the company anymore. Yeah. How do you, and so this is going to where I break down into, like, the really annoying shit of wrestling. You had Isaiah, well, you had Shane Strickland. I'm going to use his indie name. Yeah. You had Shane Strickland, who got over as Shane Strickland, wrestled in so many different companies. He was the the CZW heavyweight champion. This guy can literally wrestle any style you want him to wrestle. He was also a part of Lucha Underground as Killshot and got that character over as well, which was just him in a mask mm-hmm. that wasn't like it wasn't like Prince Puma where there was some big character on Ricochet. No, it was just Shane Strickland in a mask. There really wasn't much substance to that, but still made it work. This is a guy time after time that was making shit work for him and still having amazing matches. Like, he had a match whenever Gulak was the uh, Cruiserweight champion that I very much remember making Shannon go out of his way to watch because I was like, this is something you would like. And he did. And I don't know if he's a big Shane Strickland fan like I am, but, like, you have somebody like that and you're like, ah, we don't need you. And well, and then when he came to NXT originally, he was just kind of... He was there. There, yeah. They didn't really give him anything 
to really do until Hit Row. He does Hit Row. It gets so popular so quick, they put the North American title on him, which granted his his entire title run was taken up with the trios feud with uh, Legado del Fantasma. So yeah. and so he really didn't get to do much with that. But the, the act was popular and the act was over to the point that, hey, we need him up on the main roster. So they bring everybody up on the main roster. Well, they fired BFAB a couple weeks ago. And so that to, that that automatically, like even the next time you saw them without her, something felt off. It yeah. didn't feel right. And then they take that a step further by just firing all of them. And God, it's just, sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Cause like, yeah, you have Shane Strickland. Let's go keep it with Lucha Underground. They also got rid of Morrison. Mm-hmm. A legit heavyweight caliber athlete. Did you see uh, Cardona's tweet about it? Uh-uh. It, I oh. think it was Cardo. Uh, it was. I can't wait to eventually wrestle Johnny, whatever his name's gonna be. I saw that one. Yeah, I had to think about it, but I did see that one because that's how I found out about the. Um, I and we talked about it the next day. We went to an action figure run. Uh, that's how I found out about the cuts because Taya Valkyrie's like tweet of "fuck this company." Mm-hmm. I was like, "What did they do now? They've already fired you. There's not much more they can do." Oh, that's why you tweeted that out because they let go of your husband, which again, totally justified in saying it. I'm not saying she's wrong for saying what she did. It was just one of those of just like, why are you tweeting? There it is. I just needed three more seconds on the Twitter, and I figured out why you're saying fuck this company. And it's hard to disagree with her, honestly. No, with yeah, like, absolutely. It's, so, it's, it's, it's a very popular thing going around right now with between Ring of Honor and WWE cuts in the last four, like two months. If a, a millionaire wanted to get in the wrestling game right now, they would be set. Because you could just have an elite level roster right there with people that really have something to prove. And like, yeah, yeah, you totally would. It's a shame that we only have AEW and Impact right now. Which I don't know, like, Impact's willingness to spend money on people. They did just get uh, Jonah Rock, which that's fucking cool. I like him a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Bronson Reed. But if we had, like... WWE, a WCW, and an AEW. I'm just saying WCW for sake of not knowing a wrestling name off the top of my head. Right. Like, if we had a third with the amount of talent we have right now, there would literally be a place for everybody to be making elite level money and getting that kind of exposure all over the place. And that's the thing is, like, you know, typically we would want to speculate, like, oh, where are these people going to end up? Where are they going to go? But it's just like, man everything's getting kind of bloated at this point. Like impact is willing to, to sign people. Um, but they do so sparing, like not sparingly, but they're, they do it less than somewhere like AEW. AEW, uh, AEW already is getting the complaints. And honestly, fairly so that, okay, there's a, there's a ton of people there. People are starting to kind of get lost in the shuffle a little bit. And I think that's a fair criticism, but also, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you have two weekly shows, you have the the two, or you have two TV shows a week, plus you have your two internet shows. There's really only so much t- time people can dedicate to watching something. So at a certain point, something's got to give. So I, I understand why they're in that position. And at the same time, like, I would also rather them get a steady paycheck from somewhere like AEW while also, because AEW lets them wrestle independence elsewhere as yeah. well as long as you know the dates don't interfere or things like that 
So I don't know. I this this sucks. Wrestling sucks, but wrestling wrestling companies suck. We'll say. Um, well, the really it's it's really just the one that sucks super hard. Yeah, it's the one um, that's doing the bulk the most of the... actual firing. Because like, keep in mind, yeah. like I'm I'm giving ROH a pass because they didn't fire anybody until just now. They kept their entire staff paid through the pandemic. And they didn't have to do that. WWE can't say that. But ROH can. So it also, you know, it's it's not like ROH is going away forever. You know, it's just, it's restructuring. It's going to be different. So it will, time will tell what happens. Plus we still have, I think it's Final Battle. Yeah. It's coming up still here before the end of the year. So, uh, but that's enough bemoaning the firings and capitalism as a whole and just like i said if if you if you're feeling bad about supporting a company not just wwe but you know any company that does crappy things i don't i I don't want you to actively like that saying you know don't cross picket lines don't be a scab but shit i don't want to i don't want to support wwe anymore you don't have to but if you do, there's really not a great... Which, granted, AEW is an alternative. You can do that. You can find alternatives. If you don't want to play Call of Duty, Halo's free yeah. on Xbox. You know, Battlefield, I don't think is very good, apparently. I haven't seen very good things about it so far, but it's it's an alternative. You can find alternatives, but just just be informed. Make a conscious decision is all that... is. It's the only thing you can do. Because yeah. we live in a nightmarish future hellscape. The future's terrible. Hey, speaking of terrible, Survivor Series. Oh, actually, so, I'm sorry, Dalton, I meant to tell you this earlier. Um, we do have an ad read for the first time. Get uh, the have F you out. Heard, have you heard about the new movie Red Notice on Netflix? Uh, yes, because it was <laughs> right next to Tiger King Season 2. Did you I'll, see, let you, did you, I'll let you know which one I watched. I don't know damn all about an egg. Did you happen to watch the four-hour uh, Red Notice special on Peacock TV last night? Oh, is that the, the one uh, that had the integrated tie-in with uh, sports entertainment? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, I did it, watch it that, yeah. Thing. God, what a fucking mess. Uh, Survivor Series was last night. It was just one big rock. Please come to WrestleMania. Please wrestle Roman on WrestleMania. Please. Look how much we love you. Hey, 25 years of rock being Friggin' awesome, and it happened at Survivor Series. Let's look at all these memories of you, Rock. Hey, we're, d- did you know you had a movie out? I'm surprised. We can put a picture-in-picture during the main event. I mean, oh, don't do that? Okay, well, we, we could, though. We would do that for you. We'll just... Any finish of the match is gonna be in, in the lower... In, like, a one-sixteenth size box, and we'll put the same trailers 12 times over. Uh, it, it was so overkill. Like, I thought the zombie bullshit was bad with Batista's movie. Yeah. They were, and Batista's didn't even, and Batista not even showing up. This is a hundred times funnier and worse uh, simultaneously. So, two things. One, somebody in my house actually watched that movie, like mm-hmm. that weekend, and I asked her, uh, asked her about it. I was like, "What uh, what'd you think about it?" And she said, "If you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. So don't go to Netflix yeah. and watch watch Red Notice if you if you watch Survivor Series, you've seen the movie." Um, I mean, I've heard it's I've heard it's pretty it's pretty harmless. It's like a, a national treasure style twist and turns type movie, but like, which is fine. I like The Rock. I like Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, and you know, you, and she said like, I didn't hate that I watched it. It's yeah. just 
it's a movie that exists, which is kind of pretty apropos for the pay-per-view that sponsored it, or it was sponsored by. It was a pay-per-view that exists, that existed. Um, I didn't dislike Survivor Series as much as a lot of people did. Um, I thought it was relatively harmless, minus the whole red notice thing, which unfortunately was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the kind of person that doesn't notice ads as much as other people, which I don't, I can't say is a good thing or a bad thing. Um, because there's like, there was a UFC game. It was the most recent one. So I think it's four that like somebody on YouTube was blasting because within two weeks of it starting, there was like full ads and online play in between rounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even notice shit like that. So Yes, I noticed, like, I didn't know what the thing with the egg was. If I didn't have the person sitting across, like, where I from where I was to explain that to me, I was super lost. Because they didn't do dick all to explain it at first. Vince McMahon literally walks out with a gold egg. And everybody was like, fuck yeah, this is what we're they about. They started I was... chanting for egg. Yeah. And the, and the shittiest part of it is it's like, you're doing a story about how much money of this thing yeah. you own now is. And you just fired a ton of people, and you have a bunch of people who were probably worried about their jobs chanting about this prop that's supposedly worth all this money. Get the fuck out of here. Mace was oh, very Mace was very excited about that egg. Um, Mace is my favorite one out of Mason T Bar, uh, mm-hmm. mainly because he just cracks me up. But uh, anyway, like they didn't do anything to explain that to beginning. So like anytime that egg was on screen, I was out of the pay per view. That being said, all the other times, it just felt like I was watching a sporting event. And maybe I'm the kind of person that turns my brain off for ads. Because I'm like, I know I'm not going to buy it anyway. So, like, go ahead and show it as many times as you want. Um, But it was a pay-per-view that existed. And, like, I wasn't... There was a really good shit in it. And there was some not great shit in it. And that's what we're about to cover. Yeah, I, uh, I... Overall, I didn't like it like hardly at all like the there were some cool moments in it there were some matches that were pretty good in it but there was a lot of bad and the fact that it was all meaningless it made it significantly worse then wrapped into the whole and i'm not so apparently there were a ton of people that expected all of this like rock stuff to lead to the rock being there that i never took it that way I never thought the rock was actually going to show up. I like, I, I I won't call it dumb because I totally get why you would, when you're watching this, like as an outsider and like, which I'm an outsider. I don't know why I said that. If you're watching this and you're not someone who's listening to a show like this or is like reading online, like stuff like that. If you're a relatively casual person, yeah, I would get why you would think, Oh, the rock is clearly showing up. They're doing way. They gave a, they named a battle Royal after him. Surely the rocks come up. The taker showed up at his 80th Survivor Series anniversary. Why wouldn't <laughs> Why wouldn't the rock show up to this one? You piece of but shit. But I didn't think I didn't think that. I thought, oh, they're buttering him up so hard. They they're they're doing the drunk ex texts of no baby. I swear I've changed. Please come fight your cousin for me at WrestleMania. We need uh, the views. We're so poor. Yeah. <laughs> so I. Uh, we had it. We over at our Twitter account, nerdiest part. Uh, you can. We asked for your reviews of the show. Uh, actually, let me get the one that Jeff sent me first because, whoops, that's not the right app. Jeff, I'm a professional. Uh, Jeff Adkins, uh, buddy of mine on Twitter. Okay. At Chess Rules Five R U L Z Five. Well, in a vacuum, the show wasn't bad. 
Uh, I respectfully disagree with Jeff because in a vacuum, this show was in a vacuum. Um, Michaela this Minton, <laughs> PZ85 super fan. Uh, so I thought the whole egg thing was dumb. Like I know it was to promote the rocks movie, but it was dumb. And also I didn't like how everyone except Tony storm on the SmackDown women's team were involved in the beef between Sasha and Shotzi. I would have preferred it staying between the both of them. We will get to that because yes, absolutely. 100%. Uh, and then Chad smart from the positive cynicism podcast network, the show is fine, but in this era of very good wrestlers and with all the options out there is fine. Good enough. Will anything on the show have lingering effects after this week? My answer to that? Absolutely not. Uh, because Survivor Series already, like, is kind of a meaningless pay-per-view. Ever since it got moved to the brand supremacy thing, mm-hmm. all this, there's, there's no stakes. At least in, like, older Survivor Series matches, it was about feuds. Yeah. You know, like, you and I hate each other so much, we're going to get other people involved. Yeah. Just at a chance to 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 beat the other one, and it just happens. That. It just happens to be the people that we got involved. This is a dumb wrestling thing, but I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. The people we get involved also just happen to not like each other. Did we mean to yeah. do that? No, pure coincidence. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's always the good guys versus the bad guys. They don't mix and match. And I'll say that's but... the one thing about these brand supremacy ones that I kind of appreciate more. I do kind of appreciate the the bad guys and good guys being on the same team mm-hmm. because I will say because it I, I don't know if we're gonna do match by match breakdown but I will say we my fa- we are my favorite part was the men's Survivor Series style match because mm-hmm. and I I was looking at Ali and I said like I saw the way that he was hyping uh, Kevin Owens was hyping up I literally laughed out loud and said he's gonna fucking bolt the second mm-hmm. they're about to touch and walk out and then the second they were about to tie out he just ducks and leaves and i laughed so hard at it because i said i was like i've been watching this motherfucker for years i know exactly what he's gonna do when he's gonna do it and i called it and i was super happy that's not the part i mean yeah i mean it was pretty telegraphed though <laughs> um that wasn't the part i thought you were gonna talk about how only like maybe a year it might be more but i think it was around a year of Sheamus and Jeff Hardy's blood feud, including Jeff throwing piss in Sheamus's face. And they're all buddy-buddy for that little while. It didn't last, but still. Um, but anyway, getting down to it. Oh, before we do the matches, because I don't know where it, it, this happened in the card, but the fucking egg. Vince McMahon it was comes right out away. of a limo with the golden egg. It's not the prop from the movie. It's the actual one. It's the real one. It's worth a hundred million dollars. That's what the uh, Rock told Roman, him. Which Roman says is going to be close to what his next contract is worth. Uh, I wouldn't negotiate yourself that high. Ask Braun Strowman about that. <laughs> uh, and so Vince doesn't like that. And then someone steals the egg, even though it never really looks like Vince ever left his desk. No, he left his egg- desk because Vinny, he was okay. he was fake fiddling with his phone because that was a Sadie that was a Sadie catch. She was like, mm-hmm. he's not even holding his phone properly to be doing what he's doing. Yeah. And that so, got me. So he, he, the, the egg is stolen. And then tonight on raw, we're recording this before raw airs. Uh, apparently every member of the roster of the entire roster is supposed to be there tonight to figure out who stole this stupid fucking egg. In a move uh, that tells me that Johnny Ace just didn't want to make phone calls this time. He would just rather fire the people to their face no he wouldn't he doesn't he wants to be able to end the call and never think of him again he doesn't have to look at someone in the eye 
Get a, get the fuck out of here. I am assuming um, that Johnny Ace has run out of minutes on his pre-play, prepaid plan. And he was like, well, but, I guess I got to do this this way now. But go. But so the egg was the dumbest thing. I don't care about this MacGuffin. I don't care about what where this leads. I, I can't think of any scenario. Uh, I don't even want to speculate like who stole it because I just, I don't care. I don't. What's the um, over but, under on The Rock doing a bounty hunter movie that's about to drop? And that's ugh. the character. Oh, man. God, if I God. just called it. I don't know anything about movies coming out. But if he is also doing a Netflix bounty hunter movie, 20 bucks says he shows up one night yep. in his exact replica outfit from that fucking movie. And, like, comes and tries to get the egg from Roman. And that's how we get WrestleMania 39, I think is what we're on. I and swear to God, if this is the if this is the linchpin in getting Roman versus The Rock is this stupid fucking egg and not literally any of it roman's head of the table stuff them being literal family moving on it's the pre-show match shinsuke nakamura defeated damian priest uh intercontinental champion versus united states champion via disqualification after damian priest snapped attacked rick boogs at at ringside because he kept playing that damn guitar he broke the guitar bashed boogs with it and then bashed shinsuke with it uh I would say this is pretty much going to be the only thing that carries over in the next few weeks is because this kind of gradual heel turn by Damian Priest, even Uh, though he already did it against T-Bar, but T-Bar was already a heel. So that was kind of that didn't make a lot of sense. But this act is over. People love it. And Priest uh, going after the two of them, I think, is what is going to solidify this as the actual heel turn. I have not been watching um, the main show. Mm-hmm. So this Rick Boogs thing is totally over my head. Um, that being said, Pat McAfee yelling "son of a bitch" when he broke the guitar and he gets up and so basically the best thing about Survivor Series is Pat McAfee. There's my if you want my best of pay per view, it was all Pat McAfee mm-hmm. because his reaction to that was hilarious. Because then you see you then see him get up and walk around the table before he smokes uh, Boogs with it, and yeah. then he turns around and smokes Nakamura. Um, they are not going to count this. Here's my suggest. Here's my prediction. They're not going to count this as a SmackDown victory because they did this pay per view in a very peculiar way on Raw versus SmackDown, where Raw won everything minus the main event. So it's going to look like Raw was the dominant brand, but at the end of the day, Roman's still the strongest in the company. Which, like, yeah, yeah. that oh, tracks. They've already done this too because don't forget, I, it was a couple years ago, but the New Day won their pre-show match. And they still say, and that was the year their brand got swept. Yeah. And like, mm, we didn't get swept. And they're like, oh, pre-show match doesn't count. It's like, cool, thanks. Um, but yeah, so that was the pre-show. Opening match was the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, going up against the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Uh, Becky Lynch won after a roll-up with a uh, hand on the ropes yeah, she uh, for leverage. Up. Dalton, you had your hand raised for some reason. I loved this match. I don't know why I loved this match. I loved this match so much. It was the best match on the card, and you can't tell me otherwise. Because there was legitimate emotion. Um, It was the only match that felt like the Survivor Series banner was just kind of there. Everything else, we're doing this because of Survivor Series. These two at least made me think... That they wanted to beat the shit out of each other. And it could just be the fact that, like, they're actual friends. And they just were like, I Not mean, anymore. if you're... 
they're not friends anymore. They used to be best friends, and now they hate each other for realsies. Okay, yeah, so for realsies, they hate each other. But, like, for actual real- realsies, they're best friends, and I think they just wouldn't have a good match. And there was enough goofy shit that happened between then and now that wasn't super... This is only happening because of Survivor Series. Those two just, like, they've always been feuding with each other. I asked Sadie, I was like, is this the best women's feud that I think we're ever going to see? And she was like, there's a solid chance. She was like, this is like, Trish and Leader were good, but these two together are way past that. Like, just levels of how much fun they are to watch together. I loved this match. The only thing I didn't love, and it's the same thing I don't love about any Charlotte Flair match, is that goddamn moonsault to the outside. Because... Becky was a foot over and I think her elbow tapped her and then they were like she didn't catch she didn't get much of it motherfucker she didn't get any of it she literally got a fingertip on her LeBron James hit a motherfucker harder than she got hit last night which that was wild situation that was kind of funny but like that was the best match that was the only thing I didn't like about that match um I loved and that's probably the only reason why I'm like I didn't hate this pay-per-view was because of that one match yeah, and I just, I, it, it was fine to me. Like, there were good moments in it. There was good intensity in it. Um, but the whole half shoot, half work of they're not friends anymore for real, so we're going to put them in this awkward situation of having to continue to work with each other. It, like, I, I hate that. I hate that. Because it devalues literally everything else on the card. When you, It's the same thing with the, like, Ronda Rousey, like, Oh no! See, I, but I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat your ass for real. I'm not okay, gonna listen they, to the script. You just, yeah. you just tanked literally everything else on the show by doing that. So I, th- this it was ultimately like I think it was a good match, but I just the the emotional investment a lot of other people had because of the whole behind the scenes they don't like each other anymore. Like I, I kind of just think that's gross. Like that's a gross aspect of it. Yeah. Um, Which even if so, that was. And I don't want anybody to think that that's the reason why I liked this match. I think they just had a good-ass match. Yeah, no, that's, like I said, but I just, it, it took me out of it, so. Yeah. Uh, next match was the men's elimination traditional Survivor Series match as Team Raw. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory defeated Team SmackDown, Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin, and Sheamus. Um, this one was fine for what it was. There... The, the I, I enjoyed the Kevin Owens count out loss because, you know, in him screaming, you think I'm a scumbag, I'll be the biggest scumbag you've ever seen. Um, but then it was immediately devalued because McIntyre and Lashley got dual counted out because they couldn't stop fighting each other on the outside. So there's three count out eliminations in the same match. Uh, I, I, so that kind of sucked. Um, I liked Hardy and Sheamus working together, even though they should not have worked together at all. The dueling uh, chess clubs on Riddle, or not Riddle, on uh, Rollins uh, and Theory yeah. was fun. Stuff like that. There were good moments to the match. But overall, um, there was also a lot of like, so the first time that Lashley had McIntyre up on his shoulders and he did the run into the ring post thing. And like half of team smackdown is still just standing on the apron right there could have stopped him just watched it happen it's logical points like that or like hardy going up on the top rope in front of team raw and they're just like oh i hope you don't do an offensive maneuver against my teammate just yeah 
And there was a lot of that in both matches. I think there was a yeah, lot no, of... Yeah, and that's part of, that's part of the reason these matches don't work. Yeah. Um, next match was <laughs> the fucking worst. The Rock's 25th anniversary 25-man dual-branded battle royal sponsored by Pizza Hut and Red Notice somehow. Uh, Omos won that. It, whatever. Doesn't care. Omos big. He bigger than even the other big guys. He biggest of all. He strongest of all. But no pizza for you. Fuck off with this. I'm going to send you the Hawaii Five O subway plug. Oh, I've seen and it. Just like, I've seen uh, it, baby. I've seen uh, it. It's a good plug. It's a good commercial. No, it's not. It's not a commercial. That happened in an episode of a TV show. Uh, oh, everything's terrible. God damn it. Uh, Raw Tag Team Champions RK Bro against SmackDown Tag Team Champions The Usos. Uh, RK Bro, this was a fine match. It, it, this was probably... I would I would say this ties with the with the Becky and Charlotte as my second favorite match of the night. Yeah, it's a testament um, to how good the Usos are. Honestly, like, oh no, the Usos are obnoxiously talented as a tag team, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. It just sucks that you know one of them can't get their shit together or not e- almost either kill of someone them. every either, couple months. Either of them. Oh uh, yeah, they're both not innocent with that. Uh, one is substantially worse than the other, but neither of them are. Yeah, um, I like the finish. My fi- the only reason I like the finish is because I like surprising RKO's out of nowhere. I I got two eyes and a heart. Of course I do. Um, but the fact that Riddle didn't move, so he still ate all of that splash. But Randy caught the RKO, so it caught the, like that was the, and he was the legal man, so that was the pin. If you I watch it, that. if you watch it, you can see him sitting. Um, against the guardrail on the uh, mm-hmm. TV side. And I literally said, he's going to have to move like a mofo to get to that. Uh, sorry, Zemo's right there. You're going to have to move like a mofo to try to get to like that RKO. And I was like, he'll do it. He can get there. I've seen him like literally pop out from under the ring and still catch it. So like, yeah, I was like, this will be a fun one. And I was like, I wonder how good it's going to look. And it looked really good. And the fact, yeah, the fact that Riddle just kind of sat there and let the splash happen was also kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, also shout out to Randy Orton because last night he passed Kane as now having performed on the most number of pay-per-views ever. That's impressive. Yeah. He now holds the record. And if he has a match tonight on raw, he now holds the record of having the most matches on Monday night raw ever. So it wouldn't be surprising if they were just like, Hey, so, um, you're not having a match. And also we're going to draft you to SmackDown because nothing we do makes sense. Um, then let's see but yeah good match uh next match was the women's survivor series traditional survivor series elimination match uh bianca belair rhea ripley Liv morgan carmella and queen zelina for team raw took on sasha banks Shayna baszler shotzi natalia and tony storm of team smackdown uh hated this match hated this match uh i love so many people in this match but i did not enjoy this uh, the Carmella stuff with the mask was, I thought was dumb. Um, Liv Morgan, who is the number one contender. That was the other reason I didn't like the, the raw, uh, the women's match was Becky Lynch is a heel. Charlotte Flair is a heel, but Becky Lynch was a face in this feud while also having to simultaneously be a heel in her feud against Liv. So I didn't like that. Liv Morgan's the number one contender. She gets eliminated pretty unceremoniously. Uh, Natalia is the only one I believe. No, uh, Tony Storm is the only one who gets eliminated. 
Liv Morgan gets, Liv Morgan did at least get an elimination here. I'll give them at least that, which isn't hardly anything. Uh, but Tony Storm is the only eliminated member of SmackDown. It goes down to Bianca Belair is up against four on one. And then Shotzi and Sasha can't coexist. Oh, can they coexist? Here we go. Uh, no, they can't. And then also Baszler and Natalia take Shotzi's side. So they keep fighting at ringside. They keep dragging Sasha out of the ring, even though she re-entered the ring. It should have restarted the count, but it didn't. So Sasha gets counted out as your fourth countout elimination tonight. And then uh, it was, I think, we, before that happened, whoever on commentary said, Bianca Belair is now four on one. These are insurmountable odds. And then I was like, oh, so Bianca's going to be the sole survivor. Yeah. And you could say they were, because like, it was funny because for some reason the odds kept getting seeming worse and worse every time she had somebody eliminated. Oh, well, (laughs) it's still, it's still three on one. There's no way she's able to get, well, I mean, it's two on one now, even though she's like very tearing through these women, like, oh, it's one on one. Well, we don't know who's going to win it now. And then, yeah, Mm -hmm. I like, and I will say it got to the point because I wasn't keeping track of like, which show was winning that matches uh i did things like okay they actually could give this to shotzi and if they do boy good thing Be- she lost to becky lynch in 26 seconds no she really benefited from that which i still stand by she that was not good for her i am but so like going back to the Liv morgan this very much was the bianca belair we owe you one moment like yeah, yeah we know we made absolutely. you do this um even though you were white hot at the time, we're going to give it to Becky, which again, if it would have been a full-fledged match instead of 26 seconds, it wouldn't have been as egregious. But here right. we are. But we needed Becky to be a heel. Except for this match with Charlotte Flair. We're going to let her play the face. But, yeah. Uh, and then the main event was the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, taking on the Raw the WWE Champion, Big E. Um... I, this is my favorite build to any of the matches. I love the way they incorporated New Day. I like how it felt personal. Uh, on SmackDown, when Big E came out, uh, after, like, Roman threatened, Woods is in the ring, Roman, like, calls out the Usos to just beat his ass because Kofi's out. Uh, but then the Usos get, like, thrown through the apron. Yeah. Or, like, through the, uh, the curtain. Entrance, yeah. And it's Big E walking out, and they just brawl. Like, I love that. I I really liked this buildup. Uh, the match itself, I enjoyed. It was a little on the slower side, like the first half of it, it feels like. Yeah. It was a lot of, like, big, impactful moves. But after a, cer- after a certain point, it got, like, real good. Real yeah. good. Um, um, my, they, my they, only, oh, go my, ahead. Well, I was going to say, my big complaint was the finish. Because Roman Reigns' entire run has mostly been him relying on the Usos or Heyman for some shady shit. He had to use shady shit against Kevin Owens. He had to use shady shit against Cesaro. He had to use... uh, Pretty sure he had to use shady shit against Rey Mysterio. Like... Yeah. But this was just a straight-up one-on-one match and one of the few clean pinfalls that Roman gets, the clean victory is over the WWE champion, who is still trying to establish himself. Yeah, this was one of those that you didn't need. You didn't need Roman to win, but man, you really needed Big E to do it. Because and, Big E, like, I mean, and we love Big E here at Nerdy's part of the the, the ring. 
mm-hmm. but he is, you cannot say that they are in the same echelon of name value right now. No one is. Roman is Roman is in a, a echelon of his own right now. Yeah, and he's he's putting in the work. He's doing the work. Yeah, I'm and not he's mad at that. No, but it's one of those where it's like, man, you really could have had the Usos screw up Roman for this and let a lose loss happen because it was not for the championship. Like you could have had the Usos come out and then have ex- King Woods come out and I need to say his proper name and then like let that be the reason that Biggie won. Now. Does that hurt Big E a little bit? Yes, but in the grand scheme of things, I think you benefit more putting Big E over Roman for right now, even if it is because of shenanigans. Because one of them is very established and one of them is working towards it. I don't know why you wouldn't want to build that other one as much, but I also don't run a a billion dollar wrestling company. So I'll, I'll tell you why I disagree with you. And it's because I don't think Roman should lose a match, period, until he loses the championship. He has gone on such a long, like a, such a long winning streak that his first loss really needs to mean something. What I would have done instead is I would have done typical bullshit of Usos come out and distract something so Roman can hit a low blow or use the, or use a belt or something like that. This is the one time it really seems like they would have gotten a pass of just like, oh, okay, of course they can't make the WWE champion lose clean. Yeah. He can still lose, and he really doesn't lose anything if, if if it's because of outside interference or some sort of fuckery there. Um, so, but that's why I disagree. It's just because I think that when whenever Roman w- loses, and God help me, I swear I hope it's not against The Rock. Like I want him to lose to The Rock, or I want him to beat The Rock, and then like have whoever like it's it's the it's the Undertaker streak. You well, want to Les. Yeah, like now that Lesnar has broken the streak, someone needs to beat Lesnar, and they kind I to me they kind of fell flat on that one. But now's their chance to really like elevate someone huge with by beating Roman Reigns for the Universal Title. Um, so I but like I said, they kind of put themselves in a corner there. If neither of these guys really should have lost, but I don't like that he just just lost clean like that. Yeah. Kind of that that. I think he loses something there. Like, granted, it was Roman. No one beats Roman. So, but he did it clean when those Roman pay-per-view matches are so notoriously full of... Shenanigans. Uh, the, the shenanigans. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, shout out say, to... Though, oh, go ahead. Shout out to Big E. It's the one promo part that I heard for every uh, thing of, this was just supposed to be champion to champion, but you, you brought it further than that, and now I have to beat your ass like you stole something. That, mm-hmm. I don't know why that is my favorite line in wrestling today right now, but man, you put it put your really... hands on my family, so now i got to beat your ass like you stole something. Yeah, oh, uh, it was so good. I was like, all right, cool, it's a shame that you're going to lose, though. Because, like, that's a pretty yeah. powerful line, and just for you to lose kind of sucks. No, it's, it's, a, it's a great line. Um, but yeah, like you said, just kind of, huh, there wasn't, a, there wasn't anything to back it up. And I will say, this is the point that, this is the point that i think people really expected the rock to come out because they did that long shot or at least lesnar too because earlier in the night they made a point of uh kayla asking paul Heyman, like hey so what about the fact that brock lesnar's suspension is no longer indefinite he's like well you'd have to ask adam pierce about that like that seemed to kind of tee something up so i will give Heyman credit anytime that somebody says brock lesnar around him he literally sees a ghost like yeah oh yeah 
that is the coolest. I Paul Heyman is great on a lot of things. That whole storytelling with the you say Lesnar and then it's immediate like he goes on edge. Yeah, like it's it's a horror movie. Somebody and on Friday the Thirteenth just said Jason Voorhees, and now everybody's really uncomfortable because like you summoned him, you hadn't said it three times yet, like Candyman. But he treats Lesnar like a horror movie villain. I think Lesnar, or I think Heyman, sells for Lesnar better than anybody else does. And I he doesn't how even little you know about horror movies. Is it not always on Friday the Thirteenth? Well, no, I know, and I know I just brought up Candyman in that sense too. And the number of times it's 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 is it five? It's, I thought it was three. Is Bloody Mary no, three that's times? Beetle, that's Beetlejuice. Is it? Well, it's not a yeah. horror movie. They do the day. It's about the scariest. It's about the scariest movie you could handle. Yeah, because well, I mean, because Michael Keaton looks very freaky with the white face paint. They do the banana boat song. Are you regretting this podcast yet? I feel like like if I can get you to every minute, every minute of my life. <laughs> no, because in my head it was like I mean Michael Myers is right there. They just had another movie, but then I had to remind myself you didn't see Halloween Kills. Nope. You don't know anything about the word, you don't know anything about horror movies and the then word, you said, and then you said Candyman three times just like oh god let me double check I, I need to double check that because I'm being awful confident about that I'm gonna ask Bradley let's see uh, keep going with your point though but yeah no like oh, no, it, okay never mind it is that... it is five times it is five times yeah one hundred percent it's uh, so. Um, I have Raw playing in mute and I haven't been paying attention to it, but I can answer your question about uh, Randy Orton having a match tonight. He didn't. Riddle did. And Randy <laughs> Orton was the manager. <laughs> oh, those MFers. Dear Lord. <laughs> is it over? Like, is, or is it happening now? No, it's, it just happened. Because, oh, like... I was gonna say, well, there's a chance it could they could do the bullshit of, like, oh, someone attacks Riddle, and then it's attacking... And Riddle is whatever. in, like, Orton's gear. It's real funky. Like, he's in, like, trunks and not the fight... The Muay Thai shorts. Not Muay Thai, the biker shorts. But, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just one of those, I was like, oh, yeah, Raw's on, and I usually, like, if we do do something while recording i'll have it on in the background in case something major happens and i was like oh yeah randy orton would have a match and it would be monumental today and it's like oh he's managing (laughs) i'll give i will give them a pass on this one because i feel like that type of thing you want to lean into and advertise yeah and be like hey randy orton's like i mean screw it i know they're they're the tag champions but no, I mean, it needs to be. Something I would have. Big. I would let him win the match that they have. So make it a tag team defense against you know AJ and Omos or whoever. Um, but I mean, it would be kind of cool if it was just like W, like Big E is like, hey, you're about to hit this milestone. I want to be that match. I'll put up the WWE title against you on Raw in four weeks or whatever yeah. it's going to be. Something like just something like that. Like I think that could be a neat way of doing it, but at the same time, God, I don't want Randy Orton to beat Big E for the WWE title. So Yeah, that would be Why a did I put that into the universe? Uh any uh any closing thoughts on SummerSlam for before we uh we cover one more thing and then we head out. Uh go watch full gear. <laughs> oh dear lord. Oh, we're <laughs> those people now. I don't like that. Uh, I mean, no, nah, I mean it. It's a, it was a better show. 
it's not even AEW versus Raw or WWE at that point. It was just a better show. Mm-hmm. Like from top to bottom. If you want to watch good wrestling, that made more sense than what we saw last night. And you know what? The one thing there wasn't a fucking egg. <laughs> no egg. But but Asa, no, there's never there's never there's never been a Survivor Series moment with a goofy egg before. <laughs> uh, uh, in fairness, though, AEW does love their stupid props too. Uh, you got the MJF diamond ring. You got the giant Sonic ring of the re- <gasps> face of the revolution thing. Uh, the giant brass ring that Scorpio Sky had yes, grabbed down. But we all know that the the big Sonic ring was brought to you by Sonic Two. Sonic does some shit. Uh, if that's not the tagline for the next Sonic movie, I'm, they need to <laughs> get a better title. But I don't, I don't think it's going to be. That's a pretty good... I'm going to make movies now just so I can make the surtitle to them. Good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck with that. Um, but before we get out of here, we do want to talk real quick about this Saturday night, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, at the AC Brase Arena building, CCW show... Uh, Oh, excuse me. That was a terrible time to burp. My chest hurts now. Oh, God. Uh, but CCW is, uh, we've got the show this Saturday. It is a pretty stacked card. I'm very, very excited for it. Uh, next January specifically is going to be a huge card as well. Um, Dalton is in a traditional Survivor Series match. Uh, he and Slammer as the Mega Brothers teaming up with Denzel Rollins and a mystery partner. I was about to be like, who's your who's your other partner? Because I couldn't remember. And I was like, no, it's a mystery. We don't know yet. I also don't uh, know who my mystery partner is. <laughs> that'll, so that'll be an interesting locker room. Just like, okay, who don't I recognize? Yeah, but who, like, isn't, you... who isn't advertised? Like, I don't know uh, you. I don't know you. And you guys are going up against the Pinnacle, Hollis Jarreau, Ken Dang, and the Violence Association, Farmer Billy Hills, and Baracus. Uh, Mikey is coming back. He's taking on Marco Stunt. Uh, that match is going to be one to see for sure. We have the uh, Aaron Roberts is defending the Pure Openweight Championship against Jake Lander is also making his CCW return. And who is the third in that match? My Joey brain O'Reilly. Just turned off. Joey O'Reilly. Thank you very much. Um, because I was thinking he was in the number one contendership match. That was going to be last month. The number one contendership match this month. This month, excuse me, is the River City Crypt Keeper KLD taking on the Chosen One Zay Washington. That is going to be great. A uh, little bit versus... Also, this is all off the top of my head. I don't have any of the card pulled up, so this is yeah. all from uh, memory. You're doing uh, great. A little bit taken on uh, Rain Victoria defending her CCW Women's Championship because she said some very ni- not nice things against about Rain Victoria. Uh, Dangerous and Delicious versus the Crowleys. That one's going to be nuts. I am very, very excited for that match. Like, very excited for that match. Did you get the uh, other eight-man tag? No, that is the that is, I know two of the teams on each side, and I'm blanking on because it's Los L's and the Schema and, Horns and the Schema Horns. That's right, they are coming back as they're coming back to CCW as well against the Infinite and Trenton Payton. Or I'm sorry, the Singularity, the Singularity. It's the Infinite and the Pariah, the Pariah against. Thank you, trending Trent Daniels and Payton Ayers. Yeah. Uh, so that is the other eight man tag, and then Brandon Barbwire. Where's we, he at? I was going to say, like, what's... He's front and center. There's fr- He's front and center on the poster, but he ain't got a match. You know how impressed... Asa, you know how much I love the nerdiest part of the ring? How much you love the nerdiest part of the ring? I'm going to break some news. Okay. Right now. There is a Thanksgiving go. Battle Royal. I 
am going to be the first participant announcing that he will be in the Thanksgiving Battle Royal. You probably thought it was Brandon's match. I don't know. But I can tell you. I did think you were about to you were about to name Brandon's opponent. I got very excited. Yeah, no, 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 not <laughs> even close. That's I am all for squandering expectations. But I will be the first entrant in the Thanksgiving Battle Royal. Also, just so you know, it's not a Royal Rumble. We're all going to be there at the same time. I'm just the first person to announce that I will definitely be in that match. Well, there you go. If only it was the Rock's 25th anniversary Battle Royal, then Oh my god. I might have some eggs. Just for, for, I, just for kicks I, and gigs. I'm going to get a t-shirt that just says Dalton sucks eggs. That'd be pretty cool. Old school style. But no, CCW is going to be a great is going to be a great show. It's always a great time. Come and support some local independent wrestling. If you're local, if you're not local, make the trip. Come say hi. We love you. Buy tickets, buy t-shirts. I mean, I, we don't have we don't have t-shirts yet, so I mean, but buy other people's t-shirts there i will say that ccw locker room has a lot of really cool gear like a lot of really cool merch yeah it makes me wish i had more money but uh but that's gonna do it for us ladies and gentlemen we're right at an hour just over so hell yeah we did it reddit uh of course if you like the show please 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 follow us on whatever podcast platform that you can think of leave a review leave a comment uh be sure to follow us on Follow us on uh, Twitter at Nerdiest Part. Uh, give us a follow. Let us know what you like about the show. What more do you want to see? What do you want to see less of? What do you, you know, ideas, anything like that. We're open to feedback. We want to build this with you, the the listener. And uh, yeah, so that means a lot to us. Uh, of course, you can follow each of us on Twitter. Dalton is at PZ85DAnthony. I am at the five star man with the number five. Uh, the show is at Nerdiest Part should have done this at the top of the show, not the end, but it's fine. Uh, and then, of course, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Dalton Anthony. I got it right. First try. No hesitation. Hell yeah. Uh, if that is it, which it is, thank you all so very much. Hopefully, we will see you on Saturday. Oh, this is something I definitely meant to say at the top of the show. Uh, our normal recording night is going to be Thursdays going forward is what we had decided on. But, of course... With Thanksgiving this week, we want we still wanted to get a show out there for Survivor Series, but we did we obviously weren't going to record on Thanksgiving. So uh, next week it will be Thursday again, um, and then that will be the the week. Then then the the consistency will hit. I definitely meant to say that at the start of the show, so I, I screwed up there. I'm a good host. Um, but happy Thanksgiving, eat your fill. If you're going shopping on Black Friday, please be safe. But more importantly, please be kind to those retail workers and your fellow shoppers, uh, because we don't. I don't want to see any more trampling videos or anything like that. So, uh, with that said, thank you all so so very much who stuck by all this rambling nonsense. We love you very much. You mean the world to us.